by YouTube. It is 10.07, slightly above uh, the hour. You are listening to KUIW Cardinal Radio, San Antonio, Texas. And this is Film Noobs with your freaking name. What is it called? Film Noobs? With your host. host. <laughs> this is Film Noob with your host. Ronald. AJ. And myself, David. All right. Um, <laughs> I had a brain fart for there for quite a second, man. I was thinking about to- something totally different. A, little cu- a couple of admin notes. Um, first of all, let me say hi to my mom and the ladies of Southern Hospice International Treatment Center. <laughs> They've been listening, and they caught a couple of uh, snafus that we made. Sabrina is or was on um, live as of last week, last Friday when we were talking about That is true. So I apologize, Ronald. I, I kept correcting you. My mom and the ladies said, hey, you know what? Stop, you know, treating Ronnie like that because they called you Ronnie. <laughs> Ronnie? Especially Miss Margie. Miss Margie loves you. I don't know. She used to be a working lady, I think. So I, I guess that means that she used oh, to work a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I don't know. Anyways, but she's really, really sweet all the time you go over there. So I don't know. But she said hi. Like, hi and hi. <laughs> I got $50. All right. <laughs> but today's uh, today's freaking topic is going to be aliens. And I'm happy because we need to talk about that, especially with Trump and everything. You know, my favorite <laughs> alien movie has to be uh, Born in East LA. <laughs> That's the kind of alien movie we're talking about, right? Mexican American. <laughs> that is the movie we're talking about, right? It, no, we talk about like alien, you know, like uh, like sci-fi alien. Yeah, yeah, like Predator. Oh, dude, that's a totally Predator. different movies that I was watching. I, I stayed up all last night watching all the Chichin Chong movies last night. Oh, so, <laughs> I watched the totally different movies. All right, did you watch any good alien movies? Uh, recent, late last night? No, recently. Uh. Sci-fi aliens. There's not much that's been coming out. Like Contact. Did that one come out? No, that's an old movie. That's an old movie. Uh, uh, yeah, no, nothing recent. Well, I mean, there's all the. I mean, there are all the old ones, but other than the relaunch of uh, the Prometheus, uh, what is it called? Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, Prometheus and uh, Alien Covenant. Covenant, yeah. yeah. And never, of course, the Predators. I didn't see Predators, and I, I didn't haven't... see. I didn't, but that one didn't do well, from what I know. Yeah. And I. Didn't see Alien Covenant because after Prometheus, I didn't bother. Covenant was pretty good. Was it? All right, yeah. so uh, thank you for joining. <laughs> that <laughs> was a segment for about aliens. <laughs> that, was it. that was that was it. Thank you for following Film Noobs. Uh, make sure you tune in next week to KUIW.org, uh, KUIW TV. No, we're not TV, but anyways, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, there's 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 a lot of alien movies out there. It's just alien is such a niche kind of. Uh, when they added to horror, it kind of changed everything. But uh, aliens was such a dude. I know this perfect movie that has aliens and horror and zombies. Killer clowns from outer space. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Lowriders. <laughs> Lowriders versus zombies from space. That is like oh, the ultimate cult movie. We oh, I saw that. <laughs> I saw that movie. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's yeah. niche. It's cult. But you know what? I love it. It. I don't. The director was genius. <laughs> <laughs> What did somebody say? Somebody said uh, it was uh, the new cult classic. Yeah, new cult classic. Some dude on the street said that, uh, so I'm going to go with it. <laughs> no, it was... Uh, and it's on Amazon right now. It is on Amazon. If you go to our uh, the, 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 um, link, you could buy it for $20, or you could pick one up uh, today. Come here by the studio. We'll trade for tacos, because I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs>
Is that all it takes? Just a couple tacos? Just a couple tacos, man. Uh, you got a DVD. Got mine, so <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you work with us. That's yeah. so sad. <laughs> I have to go to Amazon Prime and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for the six cents. <laughs> I heard a whole six cents from you watching it. I watch it every day. I know I have it on loop on my on my extra. People sleep to it. Just, yeah. <laughs> just so I could generate enough revenue for a taco. <laughs> oh. All right, no, but seriously, go back to the whole aliens thing. Oh man, there's not much to talk about as a fact of recent movies, but as a genre, as a genre, genre. <laughs> man, I'm all. Oh, I'm. I don't know why. As a genre, alien movies have been around for a long time. Come on. The first, uh, one of the first cult classic movies, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Yep. You know? Every, black and I, white. Is... Yeah, black and white. You know, um, or even then, uh, Orson Welles, um, oh man, I know the dude, and he, it was a radio uh, cast, they turned it into a movie, it's Orson Welles, if uh, you are out there. The, the world? No. Come on, guys. Uh, We're looking for you. that. I know, we're looking it up. We're having technical difficulties with our brains this morning. <laughs> no tacos. <laughs> no tacos. So you will excuse us if we're pulling stuff out of our hats. Well, man, minus AJ, he's pulling stuff out of his flannel shirt. <laughs> his, it's, lumberjack. It's, it's, his lumberjack shirt. It was a colder morning. I needed a warmer <laughs> The War shirt. of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. There, there you go. go. That's another cool yeah. classic. Wait, that's um, that's H.G. Wells, isn't it? Is it H.G. Wells? Yeah, it should be H.G. Wells. No, it's George no. Orson Welles. Orson yeah. Welles. You yeah. s- it's right there in front of your computer. <laughs> oh, yeah. How can you correct me if you're looking at it in front of your computer? Again, it's, that, it's that morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so if you're listening out there, except for the ladies of the Southern Hospice Inter- Internal Treatment Center, because they can't go anywhere, the orders won't let them go out. Um, but if you are anywhere outside or within the vicinity of uh, Incarnate Word, please, please stop by the DJ booth. Bring us tacos. I prefer bean and cheese. Um <laughs> <laughs> Any other? Uh, <laughs> not from there, though. Not from, not from there. <laughs> um, what are the cool classic uh, horror, alien, or alien movies that y'all like? Ah, uh, alien movies. Man, I remember the, all the old, like the Blob was amazing alien movie. Uh, the original thing. The yeah. Uh. Is it an alien? It, I never I understood think, if it was an alien. I, mean, it was just, it was, I think it was an alien, though. It's something. It's Invasion I mean, of the Body Snatchers. Yeah. Yeah, which is another Pop People from Outer Space. Yeah, yeah. Pop People from Outer yeah. Space. The Brain That Wouldn't Die. These are old classics, man. 40s, 50s. Um, sci-fi genre was really, really hyped up there, man. It was really prevalent back in those days. Because yeah. there was always that big fear of aliens and... Especially well, during the, the beginning we, of the Cold War. Yeah, and, that's yeah, what I was going to yeah. say. We were in, in the midst of the Cold War. Um... Space travel was was one of the biggest things that we were starting to talk about, you know, landing on the moon. Oh, the thing I love the thing, by the way. Um, and there's something interesting that I'm sorry I keep skipping around, but um, somebody had interviewed the director for the thing, and they said, "Well, how would you ever be able to tell if you were infected or not?" And he said, "You had to go back through and rewatch it." And I guess um, one of the things that they did was the eyes twinkle. You know, because at the end, um, what's his name dies and everything, and they mm-hmm. put in fire, and they didn't know if he was or if that was it, whatever. But it was a fact that if his eyes twinkled or not, something like that. But it was interesting. It was a, the little nuances that that. I like movies that do that though. That have the little touches that give away su- like subtle, 
like hints. the reveals at the end, yeah. you know, uh, that you don't catch until you watch it again and you realize that. I mean, Sixth Sense does it too. Like every time, yeah, uh, there's like a red balloon or something, right? Or something red. Yeah. Yeah. No, it it was with a red balloon. Well, yeah, but Sixth Sense did something too where it gives, <laughs> it, gives it away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, the color red, and yes, it has the red balloon. But I think. So, it's are you trying to give us away something with your red? The whole university is right. <laughs> but what's I think is more scary if you don't know who who the aliens are and they can be actually living with us, like in uh, a V. Remember the show V? Which one? The older or the new the one? Old one? The old one. I started one. watching the new one just because I, I had watched the the old one when I was growing yeah. up. Of course, you know it aired when I was young, so that means I was like that's a great thirty show. years old, yeah. fifty years old back then. When yeah. they finally re- revealed it, where they peeled the yeah. skin and they revealed the lizard people underneath, yeah. And I, I think the new one, it was maybe the third episode mm-hmm. when they started revealing that they were lizard people yeah. or whatever underneath. They were living with us the whole time. Yeah, they actually. Uh, what was it? I think it was a. Was it the third episode? It was one of the episodes. They they got together and they had. Uh, Cut into the people oh, behind the, the back ears of the ear. Yeah, and yeah. Made yeah. a little V in the back of their. I think ear it was second it or third episode. Yeah, when they did that. Yeah. And then so, um, they found out that one of the cops was um, a V. Yeah. Yeah. A visitor. Yeah. Yep. But the old the old version is really good because so you couldn't tell one way or another whether or not uh, they were aliens or not unless they like ripped their skin off. And yeah, the old those were really really good shows. Really well well made. And it goes back to CGI versus. Practical, you know those those shows shows are really good and they're all practically done in the new V series. Uh, there's definitely a lot of computer graphic uh, issues. I think I saw some of the new V when it was on mm-hmm. uh, because it's been off air for a while now, right? Yeah, it has. has it? Yeah, yeah, it didn't generate enough passion as the first one did, but I think it was still really good. I mean, it was well made. A lot of the actors, will, though, and and I, I find myself doing this all the time. A lot of the actors that were in the new V were from other series yeah. that I liked so much that I put was like um the lead the, the bald the, black the he was a visitor, he was part of the was it uh the fifth wave or some crap? Oh, what was it? Well the the leader yeah. the leader for V, she was in oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Moreno, Moreno something Moreno. Oh yeah. man, I can't remember her full name. Can you look it up? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, well, anyway, yeah. she was she from uh, Felicity. Yeah. yeah, she was she was on Felicity, and uh, and I really loved that show. Well, not Felicity show because it wasn't Felicity show. It was a movie, mm-hmm. not Felicity, Serenity. Serenity. I apologize to all you fan sci-fi fans out there. They're like screaming Felicity. No, that's a totally different show. Yeah, Serenity it's like, was good. Well, what yeah. was the name that you're looking for? Because I Moreno, something Moreno. Um, the lead visitor. She was the, yeah. the head of the. Moreno Bakreen, right there. Next one, next one down. She's she's Daredevil's uh not Daredevil. Damn it, I'm gonna get in trouble with a lot of. Right there, go up. Two more, two more, two more, two more. Oh, oh, Moreno Bakreen. Right? Yeah. yeah, she appears with uh, Deadpool. She's Deadpool's girlfriend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorgeous, yeah, yes, gorgeous yes. lady. Woman, yeah. And again, she's been, like I said, Serenity. Um, now she's part of Deadpool, you know, universe. Well, uh, but it, but for me to go back and see her as a V, I I don't know. I couldn't see it. Just like um, when I was watching Stargate Atlantis, there was a lot of crossover from other oh, shows yeah, that people shows. that would come in, 
And I was like, you know, I get it. I mean, it's a really niche community. Um, and to be a worker or an actor and get, you know, work, you, you're going to take it regardless of. But I think that's the problem with a lot of us that are so adamant about these shows. They're like, oh, no, I'd never see her ever, ever doing something again. Like with, uh, we were talking about Logan um, with Hugh Jackman. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, who else? Nobody could play him. You yeah, know? like yeah. nobody else could play Wolverine except for Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And a lot, I've heard a lot of people say, like, no one else can play Professor X except for Patrick Stewart. But yeah. I mean, we're forced to see that now with James McAvoy. Yeah. Well, they started with Hugh. They put him in as a young, right. you know. So but that's a big. I mean, it's the same thing though. People just can't separate themselves from actors as certain characters, especially when they've been playing them for that long. Yeah, yeah. like Green Lantern. And... <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that movie, <laughs> which is an alien movie. If you really it really is it. an alien yeah, movie, yeah, so you know. Uh, but that's not a. No. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, kind of it was like completely CGI goof. <laughs> it was very. You know what I mean? It's like again, just like the first uh, Spider-Man, the first uh, Daredevil. Actually, Daredevil. When we were jumping, we said that last time mm-hmm. uh, when we were talking about visual effects versus um, practical. Practical. So I mean, it, it's kind of weird because you have to think in Alien movies, you're very limited unless you're gonna go really extraordinary. Like all the alien franchise, they, all their sets are built. Yes, you know what I mean, huge, and they yeah, these are humongous, large, life-size sets. And if you want to go extraordinary on the total opposite end of the spectrum, Avatar. Yeah, Avatar. It's all CG, but it's huge and looks amazing. And I think we're going on ten years, and we're finally going to get the sequel. Yeah, right? fine. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, we're, we're still crossing our fingers about that one. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. it's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be almost done, I think. Is it? I think so. Yeah. I think it's actually like been in post production. Maybe? Or almost done with principal filming. You know who else is doing um CGI alien kind of movie that is here in Texas? Robert uh Robert Rodriguez with uh, Oh yeah. Alita? Yeah, Alita Battle Angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in that. You know, and again that was that was extra. that was a uh, complete CGI. Yeah, well, not completely, is. but it's like ninety percent. The majority CGI. of that yeah. CGI. That was pretty cool. They had a like, lot of, uh, uh, like everybody in green suits and like gray sleeves, and yeah, it was it was really really. I mean, interesting. that's a that's a bold movie for your main character to be half CG, or at least her like her facial features to be CG to be that kind of uh, aesthetic, mm-hmm. um, from the original like shows like those and the original I think Alita show where it's like. It, they're going for those eyes and those facial features, so they have to CG her entire face almost. Yeah, and it's a, it's a bold move because it could go really well or it could go really bad. But the trailers seem like it could be decent. Yeah. Um, and it looks like Avatar is. It doesn't have a status, but it looks like it's coming out December twenty twenty. So. Okay, so they probably haven't shot anything yet. They're probably in pre production. Pre production. Yeah, right now. but we'll see. <laughs> it's popularity is down. <laughs> Because I think people are kind of giving up on it, uh, whether or not it's actually going to happen. Yeah. That's such a... I mean, the cartoons were a big success. It, you know, it's just hard to translate the success from the cartoons to everything yeah. else. Uh, they try to do it with Ghost in the Shell, too. Oh, yeah. And uh, some parts hit, some parts missed. It was... Uh, I think they kind of missed... Uh, not that Scarlett Johansson is a good, isn't a good actress, but I don't think she was the right pick for a movie like that. But it's hard to switch from, from those kind of anime to, like, real world. Uh, right. Like, yeah. uh, Death Note was. Oh, Death Note is 
trash. Yeah, <laughs> a big disaster. But, and but you know what though, they I wanted to do I, Apple Seed, and that got scrapped too. You know, with Dead no- with Death Note, I actually appreciated the fact that they tried to stay to the original concept or the idea. Yeah. The idea, but the story yeah. is totally different. But I mean, again, yeah. you also got to think. You know, practical shooting, or at least com- you know, converting something that we're able to do animation or comic-wise over to real life. I mean, there's a lot that doesn't transcend yet. Because, yeah. again, we're not at that level. We try and try and try. And, again, this goes back to can we do it practically? You know what I mean? And is it feasible? You know, can we? It can we, be or, done. It I mean, can be done, but then you're going to have this CGI blob going, you know, jumping from side to side on your screen. and eh, you know. I mean, look what we been doing with Wolfsbane. I mean, that's a comic book that it's turned into. Yeah, but a lot of it could have been better, too. Oh, it could have. It always you know could I mean? be better, but, you know, you kind of work around with what you have and what you can work with. You know, you can try to stay away from the computer graphic and still do a lot of stuff practically. It may look bad, it may look good, but, I mean, it's all how you present it. Yeah, plus, I editing, mean... Editing is a huge and part. I, I think this is another thing, again, that we talked about when we were on set, the fact of, again, translating what's on paper... The idea that's on paper, you know, um, two panels worth in a comic book say so much because the details are there. Yeah. And the idea, because you've been following that storyline, so you already know kind of what's going on. You're married to it. You've invested into it versus what we put on the screen in an hour and a half is going to be totally different. Japanimation, the same thing. You know, you have following that's been, you know, with this whole series for years and years and years, you know, I know, I know kids who've grown up watching Dragon Ball Z, dra- yeah. watching, you know, all this stuff, you know, for Dragon Ball Z, though. Yeah, and then you see it on the I, big screen, you're like, you know what, it's just, it's just not the same, man. I'd rather go back to my shell and. because yeah. I, I think you know. part of that is, especially with anime being translated to live action, is that all the the big crowd that is going to go see those movies are the ones that grew up watching it. You know, like yeah. Death Note. When a Death Note came out for Netflix, it was all people who watched the Death Note series. When Dragon Ball Evolution, something yeah. like that, came out years yeah. ago on the big screen, everybody who went to go watch it was Dragon Ball fans. And it kills it because we're all looking for certain things. And if those th- yeah. aren't there, that movie just doesn't sell it for us. And I think um, the other two I can think of that came out are Full Metal Alchemist oh, yeah. and Bleach, which I have yeah, not Bleach. seen yet. Yeah, I saw the Bleach one. The Bleach one was bad. I haven't bad seen either. Bleach, but I've seen Full Metal It wasn't Metal bad. Alchemist. The Bleach was okay. Yeah. Full Metal Alchemist, it could have done better. For those who don't know, uh, uh, Silent Flight Media, which is the, one of the companies, we, our company, uh, we're producing a movie called Wolfsbane. And it's based on a superhero. Actually, he's a Texas rancher who gets abducted by aliens, and then he gets superpowers. Superpowers. Yeah. He gets superpowers. <laughs> and he goes, comes back, and he becomes a South Texas superhero taking care of drug trafficking and human trafficking. And so, so if you're not aware, that's... You know, look us up on Silent Flight Media and Wolfsbane, and you'll see what we're talking about. And, by the way, this was not brought to you by them. Just giving you a quick shout-out. Yeah, yeah, this is just... <laughs> and this is us plugging... Us plugging. Shameless, shameless plugs. <laughs> shameless plug. Yeah. We have no shame. We will plug anything. Especially Ronald. <laughs> he will definitely do anything. <laughs> All right, um, it is half the hour. I got to take a break real quick. Again, uh, follow us on KUIW.org, Twitter at KUIW, Instagram, KUIW Radio. If you are listening to us, the ladies at the Southern Hospice International Treatment Center, thank you very much. Follow us on Twitter with uh, Noobs Film or Film Noobs. Look us up. 
Um, we will have a podcast shortly. We've just been trying to get our stuff together. <laughs> um, but other than that, let's go back to our main course, Aliens. Alien Films. Alien Films. Um, not illegal aliens like I thought. We, <laughs> that's why I'm not really prepared because I really honestly thought you meant like illegal aliens. I even had this awesome there's documentary. Only, there's that, only like four <laughs> illegal aliens, you know? No, but I had seen this awesome documentary about illegal aliens, and now I can't even talk about it because we're not talking about that. Anyway, so <laughs> I got all educated last edumacated. night. <laughs> I got all educated last night <laughs> watching all these illegal alien movies and stuff. And you want to talk about, you know, alien aliens? Yeah, but we. I mean, I think it just transitioned so much in it. Uh, the last real great alien movie I think I saw was Men in Black. It was back in the 80s. Oh, my goodness. No, that was 90s. That was, was it 90s? 90s? Yeah, that was 90s. Oh. Yeah. So, Black, yeah, 90s, yeah, 90s, yeah. So, yeah. that was probably the last really, like, alien, alien, like, invasion kind of movie that I've seen. And it's I've not seen. a horror movie, which is, it. it's, yeah. it's a, a little refreshing, because every other, a lot of other alien movies take the suspect of, they're here to kill us. Yep, which, I like mean, species. But it's still not a horror. Like species, right. species, which, and... Which is kind of weird because, yeah, the the even though it's its own genre yeah. of film, you know, alien movies or sci-fi, um, a lot of them actually transfers over to the horror genre. You know, you have very horrific deaths and being zapped. Oh, dude, uh, what was that one with the big-headed alien? And they would shoot you and... Oh, it came out in the 90s too, man. Uh, Mars Attack or yeah, Mars. Attack. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah, I don't Attack, know why. Yeah. I just started thinking about that one. I was like, with, with uh, <laughs> oh, what's it? Big with, name actors, dude. In there. It was like dude. the whole lineup of big name yes. actors on Mars Attack. Uh, yeah, here it is. Billy Bob is. Thornton was in it. Yeah, uh, who wasn't in it? Uh, Jack Nicholson, Pierce Brosnan, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, oh she's good down the whole. Yeah, room. Uh, Glenn Close. Sarah Jessica Parker's an alien in herself. Danny DeVito, Martin Short. Michael He's, J. Fox, geez. Tom Jones, Tom Jones, yeah, Tom Jones was great in that. <laughs> yeah, see, even Lisa Marie was in there. Lisa Marie, who Presley? Yeah, Presley. Yeah, she's an alien though. Yeah. Didn't alien sleep with Elvis and make her? Her dad was an alien. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her, her. At least according to MIB, her dad was an alien. So yeah, yeah. she's an alien. Everyone's an alien according yeah. to MIB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie though. That was another Mars Attacks. Yeah, Mars Attacks. That was. And Critters. Remember Critters? Critters, yeah. Oh, that was a great alien movie, too. But then, yeah, they, those aliens were aliens that came down to kill all the humans. I think uh, the newest, newest one, and it was aliens not trying to kill us, was um, Species, I think? No, it's right there. Yeah, Species. Arrival. Yeah. Arrival? Oh. Arrival. I slept oh, through that movie, though. Yeah, Arrival was... I have to say, I slept through that movie. Cinematically, it looked gorgeous. It was, you know, it was slow pace, But it was though. really slow. You did not get to the reveal or the payoff until the very end. And yeah. I mean the very end. Well, How long a movie Arrival was and it? Contact oh, were two of them. Arrival is... Let me find out. Yeah, Arrival and Contact are two movies that were like that. They were kind of cerebral, cerebral kind of movies. It's an hour and 58, so... Yeah. Really? An hour and 58? I slept really, really good for an hour <laughs> in like 30 minutes. Because I was like, man, dude. And every time I watched it, again, I'm not trying to diss on the movie. And, well, I kind of am. You know, and, and I really tried hard to at least watch it three times. But, man, I kept getting great sleep during those times. Because it was just too slow. I mean, the plot just kind of, it seemed to me it just dragged on. I, I understand 
that when we're taught, you know, the the whole, you know, how to do plot scheme yeah. and everything, we have the first 30 minutes worth of movies. Most of the time is uh, all backstory and introducing your characters, yada, yada. And then you, you have your inciting incident. But, oh, man, dude. It's like, I slept through it. <laughs> I had no inclination to actually, like, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never actually watched it because I've heard this. I heard the same thing over and over again. Was it? It's just super slow. So I was, I was gonna watch it at home, but I still have not. <laughs> so I watched it. It, it is it's something you really have to think about. I mean, it's, yeah. it's it is kind of slow paced, but it it gets you thinking about uh, life, the universe, more mortality, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I don't go to. I've, I've told yeah, you I know. that. Yeah, you I don't go, go to movies, movies entertainment. to entertain. Yeah, you know, if I have to sit there and think about the plot, yeah. Bro, you lost me. But that's just me, you know. I, I know other people as you go intellectually, they'll go watch movies and and be whole life filled and all that good stuff, you know. The so, other movie was really good that still to this day was uh, District Nine. District you Nine actually had a good meaning to it and it was, was really, really, really good. Really good. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm looking That was out of the blue kind of director came in and, mm-hmm. and they man, he killed it with that movie. That was really, really well. And done. I think it was in direct reference to what was going on in what was it, Uganda or Yeah. South Africa. South well it was yeah, yeah, South Africa. It was a direct reflection of what was going on in there with uh, um all the large influx of uh of people, refugees mm, and refugees. whatnot. Yeah. And so for him to reflect that in an alien movie I think that was pretty, you know, I want to say the other word, but I think that was pretty gung-ho or yeah. whatever. Gung-ho. Yeah. <laughs> gung-ho is a good word, yeah. Gung-ho. I'm, I'm trying to censor myself here. Um, but, yeah, dude, I really liked it. I mean, the aliens were good. They were bugs. The, yeah, the bug aliens, bugs. Yeah, the bug aliens. Yeah, the bug aliens were good. The plot story was, was really, really fun and entertaining. Really, really well shot. Um, it was well shot. Um, most of the effects looked like they were practical, especially when they started chopping and using bug parts and trying to, in, you know, insert them into themselves and all that good stuff. They really look, for the most part, you know, practical. They might have been a couple of CGI, of course. I think the blaster the C- effects. Yeah, and stuff. most of the CGI stuff was the wide shots where they showed the alien ships hovering over the that wasn't the cities. Real? No, 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 you can't do that practical. Yeah. I mean, we we're trying to in this next movie we're working on, but. Yeah, we don't have three point seven trillion dollars. It's just a lot of drones. <laughs> a lot of drones. A lot of drone shots. You know what? You know what movie actually did a big alien ship blowing up something practical? Uh, uh, Fourth of July with Will Smith. Oh, with oh Will and Smith. Yeah, yeah when they when they blew up the uh, the White House. Yeah, that was a model scale of the White yeah, House, yeah. wasn't it? But it was still big. It was still real. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. But it was like a I forget how was it. Like super small or was it like? No, no it, it was wasn't medium. super small. It was like, I think, oh man, I would, I want to say like maybe about a good ten feet. Yeah, ten to twelve. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I know that one was was practical to but, use, but it real. looks really freaking good. That that one scene is insane. <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, practical. Like, look, I mean, I know it's, I know you say it's not an alien movie, but Star Wars is another one. Yeah, Star Wars is not an alien movie. <sighs> It's real life, dude. It's real life. It's real life. That's that's. John Lucas tapped into the future. That's you know. But all those models are done like practical. That you wasn't know? that wasn't models, dude. He he actually. Yeah. Oh, he went to space. Yeah, he went yeah. To, yeah. Yeah. He went to, he went to a galaxy far, far away. He went to yeah. Tatooine. He said, in a galaxy far, far away. Did you not see? Did you not read the crawl? <laughs> it is happening for real. He just took a film crew with him. And, oh, okay. 
<laughs> George Lucas is just really old. It was a long time ago. Now Star Trek, yeah. I believe, is part, is most likely real. But Star yeah, Trek's fake. Yeah. What? Dude, have you what? not seen the flip phones and the? Because <laughs> they're fake. Dude, when when you go into outer space and you have, you know, relations with half the universe out there and you survive and yeah, it's fake, dude. And Captain Kirk is a real guy. Well, Captain Kirk is you know, Michael Myers too. So, <laughs> <laughs> remember we 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 said that straight last week. Uh, yeah, uh, just to go back, the White House they used to blow up was 15 feet wide and five 15. feet high. See, so there you go. So it was real. It was real big. <laughs> real big. <laughs> it was real big. Nah, uh, but I, don't know, I like Star Trek. Star Trek was a good series. I, I'm I'm gonna actually say that yes, <laughs> being being a Star Wars fan that I am today, because. I'm wearing Star Wars as always. As always. But um, Star Trek actually was really, really good concept. Yeah, and the movies were good. The Wrath of Khan was a man. And how do you get away from Wrath of Khan? That was matter of so fact. They good. keep bringing that up. Um, the original movies with Wrath of Khan, and then uh, the new series with J.J. Abrams. He actually brought mm-hmm. Khan back. Khan back, yeah. And he he interlaced it. So that's one of the things I do love about Star Trek. Is the fact that every single movie and every single show, and I've seen most of their shows, actually intertwine with each other. There's mm-hmm. not like separate or anything. There's yeah. no gaps or nothing. They go back. It's if one they have universe. to recur, yeah, it's one universe. It's yeah. it's an ongoing universe, and I love that about them. Yeah, and that's how, that, that's what was really cool about the new the J.J. Abrams films was because he just went an alternate timeline and everything's kind of reversed from the original films and series but it's all still the same story same characters it's just a new way to look at it you know like uh, then he go back he went back to time is what it was well no 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 because no. it's like an, it's like an alternate universe oh you're talking about the, the, the new, okay yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah the new jj yeah, yeah. abrams movies they're all it's like an alternate universe yeah, because, i was thinking of the first one that he did oh yeah where, where calvin kirk was a young kid and just a cadet yeah, okay. but well, no, no, no. We're, we're picking up from yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, you know what I mean? But as he's saying, you know, that time, that timeline alone, has not been altered to reflect the timeline that we have grown up with. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but you don't really know that in the first movie. No, uh, you don't. Yeah. Not it's until just, it, yeah, it's just little hints because, yeah. like, in this one, oh, um, Kirk's father dies in the uh, dies before he's born, and it, rather than him being the one that pushed him into joining Starfleet. Or, or when they did that awesome yeah. uh, pay respect to Spock. Yeah. You know, uh, Le- Leonard in. Nimoy, yeah. yeah. When uh, they had his timeline mm-hmm. intertwined with, with the actual J.J. Abrams timeline and how the shift and change mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. That, you know? Yeah, that he's, the original Mr. Spock still is around. Just No, he's not. He's dead. Well, yeah. And then he fought uh, the Why would you say that? Right? And then they went now you and... My uh, and then they went and fought the Sith, and that was really... They fought the Sith? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are totally whacked out. <laughs> Whatever you're smoking, you need to share. <laughs> no, no, it's true. They, in Star Trek, they fought the Sith with the help of Harry Potter. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and R2-D2 R2. came in and saved the day. Yeah. <laughs> are... All right, well, again, ladies and gentlemen, come back next week, because <laughs> we are done talking about aliens. It's been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has brought us tacos, by the way. Yeah. So the offer still stands. Oh, I would well. trade you a movie <laughs> if you could bring tacos. me at least one bean and cheese taco. Just one. We'll split it between three of us. But it's got to be a big bean and cheese taco. <laughs> <laughs> like Danny's from that south side. Or, you ever eaten there at Danny's? No. Uh, I'm thinking again, I'm not. I'm, I, I know I'm plugging him yeah. for free. 
But if you ever go eat at Danny's, man, and you ask him for a taco, this dude is like, not Danny's, but the, the taco is like maybe about 30 feet yeah, wide mini, by 50 baby. feet. Yeah, a little mini baby. <laughs> You're eating yourself there. He's like, ah, yeah. I think of Rolando's. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah, it, yeah. It's the same concept. But then he, uh, Danny's has been like, shh, and he's, or something like that. I don't know. They might have like been partners. I don't know. You're, Maybe, eat, you're you eating an alien. Yeah, you're eating, <laughs> you're eating an alien a baby. baby alien. It's <laughs> invasion of the you body know snatchers. <laughs> I feel like I'm giving birth to an alien afterwards, but <laughs> that's a lot of food to consume, uh, man. No, but while we we're talking about Star Trek, they got me thinking almost a parody of it the movie Galaxy Quest. Oh, Dude, yeah. Galaxy Quest was funny as heck. Or uh, the one Seth, uh, what's the guy's name? He just did uh, Orwell, the Orwell. Have you oh, seen the Orwell? Oh, it's a TV show. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It is hilarious. It is so, so funny. It's so well worth it. There's also the, an the episode of the latest well. season of Black Mirror. There's like the first episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. Star Trek. I actually saw that one. Um, it got it. Got an Emmy for that. Yeah, I did. Uh, I forgot what Ford, though. What was it? Do you remember? I don't know what he got an Emmy for, but I know it did because it was really, really good. Yeah. Who's, who's Emmy? No, the... <laughs> I was like, who's Emmy? <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, they got it. They got one? They got, they got one. one. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Emmy's cool. Uh, I'll take an Emmy. I'll take a taco. <laughs> <laughs> so if the Grammys are listening, I'd take a Grammy, too. Yeah, in anything. For the USS Callister, it was outstanding writing, outstanding single camera picture, outstanding television movie. Oh, nice! Outstanding sound editing, outstanding single camera picture editing, and outstanding lead actor. I think that was man. Oh, outstanding cinematography and outstanding music composition for USS Callister. Okay, cinematography, man. Actually, no, I take that back. They were just nominated for cinematography and but the winner. Yeah, but they were winner for all the others. Nice. Okay. Dude, that, that's a good show. for a TV show to come out with that, all that stuff, that's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, no, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. Netflix kind of surprised everyone with that one. With you know what? Yeah. I, I have to Tyler say this. Do. According to what is it, Sundance and everybody else, they were picking on Netflix about that. Let me know what y'all think about that. Okay, Netflix is a streaming system. Mm-hmm. Right? right? They're, they don't have the traditional... Um, distribution theater wise, mm-hmm. should they or should should not they not allow be to win Oscars? Sundance just recently put out that the Netflix, any kind of Netflix series, whatever they weren't, you know, I guess like allowed to to participate in whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the whole details, but the whole thing was the fact that because. You know, systems like Netflix, Amazon, whatnot, with their original content. Chiller. You know, even though they're, they're great content, and they are studios because they are, they weren't allowed to compete at the Oscar level or anything higher than that, you know, or anything like that, only because they did not have the normal distribution that hmm. the big, you know, key holders of, you know, medianess out there somehow. I mean, there are some movies that win Oscar, like, that are up for, like, Best Picture that don't even get distributed to all movie theaters across yeah, the country. that's true. Very limited distribution, yeah. yeah. yeah or international only, or, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, even all these categories that, for Black Mirror 1, it was for limited series or movie. 
Yeah. So it, they even acknowledged that it wasn't out for everyone. No, but I mean, what do you think? I mean, should streaming services like this that actually put out their own content to be a free that invest in independent film and independent, you know, sub, you know, studios? Should they be allowed to compete with the big boys? It should be a free for all. I mean, I, I, I hate the bad math SAG, but I know SAG protects a lot of people. But uh, well, there was a point in, where, us, where uh, we needed SAG. Yeah, us independent people, we still take care of our people. We still produce content that we love, and we're no different than the big movie studios. I mean, realistically, we just don't have that kind of money. Uh, and we should be able to play with on the same playing field. If we should still be up for. Say, say I do a movie and the acting is crazy. I should be able to submit it to... Uh, yeah, but now think about it. Okay, you are one of umpteen freaking thousand people yeah. shooting out there independently. Yeah. I say, you know, I'm a big, big chief Oscar person, and I open the doors to you. I open up the floodgate. One in every umpteen thousand is going to want to submit their low budget independent quasi good movie. Okay. Now I have to sit there and sift through the rubble to find that diamond in the rough. Don't we do that with film festivals? Yeah, but I mean film festivals is differently. You There's have no to pay different. you have to pay for somebody to watch you. So most of us make movies with the idea that I want to get paid. So I'm not going to Invest in a film festival that I know I'm not going to get watched. For example, with LBZ, I know I wasn't going to submit to Sundance or Raindance because it's not their level of movie or the the what they would normally be watching. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you're you're talking about opening up the floodgates for Oscar, you know, winnings. Dude, I mean, that would still be sifting through a lot. I mean, you you have to do it with the big companies anyways. Now. Half the movies they produce, we've talked about this in the show, half the movies they produce are, are sequels, prequels, yeah. relaunches, franchises, and friend fries, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but I, and at the same time, think about, I mean, there's a good number of directors that have come and made it big time that started off as indie filmmakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, and it's just, they they got to be able to get their, I mean, not, it not maybe not get to Oscar level, but they got to be able to get the chance to get seen somewhere, you know. Because there's a lot of directors that just don't get seen because they're indie filmmakers. But if they were just to given a chance to be seen somewhere, they could make it big. I mean, but Hollywood Hollywood's such a closed niche. I mean, right. really. I mean, the SAG SAG works with the the Grammys and the Oscars. And MPA. The, uh, all, yeah, all I mean, connect, it's all conglomerate, man. Yeah, it's it's hard for one of us small people to actually just bring into that. Just we have to have some kind of backing, some kind of money. Yeah. They have to let us in. Kind of. I think what makes me more mad is not the fact that there's the big conglomerate, you know, giant key holders out there that still are there. It's the fact that sometimes, sometimes, lightning strikes, and that one independent guy makes it, and he makes it really good, and he never turns back around. There's a few out there. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say no names and run, but we've known them. They make it, and they break through, and they never turn back. And there's also it. some that do break it through, and they bring their friends with them and people they know. You know? Yeah. I know a guy in Atlanta who's killing it right now, and he's just brought up a couple people from Austin to. And I think that's the way it should be. I mean, yeah, you got your small circle friends, 
But that's how the big studios made it anyways. You know, it's a friend recommending it, it, a friend. It's the same thing. I mean, we saw it with Robert Rodriguez, you know? Yeah. Robert Rodriguez and Tarantino. They just built each other up and didn't leave each other behind once one of them made a movie, you know? That actually got that actually got the attention that they wanted. And uh, once they got noticed, they brought each other along for the ride, you know? So that they didn't just abandon another one in Austin. Yeah. So yeah. what I'm hearing is I need new friends. You need new friends. <laughs> Well, you are leaving behind. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of them too, I mean, Robert Rodriguez is the guy who's directing uh, Battleita. Right. Yeah. And he has his own studio here in Austin. So he I does. Mean, again, but, he's but one it, of those that made it. But it's a James Cameron co- movie. But he, he still has come he, back, and he has supported, true, true. you know, independent film or at least the independent filmmakers, i.e., Grips, uh, Sound, or whatever. He's actually opened up a studio in Austin. So for him to do something like that, other than, hey, I made it, I'm going to relocate to yeah. you know California with everybody else. Well, he did relocate El Rey to New Mexico. Yeah, I know. I mean, nobody's <laughs> perfect, yeah. But he, I mean, it's it's a, I mean, it's a good thing that he came out and he's working with James Cameron on on, on Alita. He should bring it sense on because James Cameron is still one of the big names of, of Hollywood. Yeah. He's working on an alien movie. And we, and you know what, Avatar and, two and three. And we don't know. We don't know as of yet. He might have something up his sleeve. He might. I mean, again, sometimes to to bring home you know the bacon, you have to go out, you know, find yourself a pig at somewhere else and. <laughs> well, speaking of El Rey, they just premiered a show called Day Five, which is from the company Rustique, based in Austin. Yeah, and yeah, and previously that show was for Rustique's first members only, mm-hmm. but now it's on. And but they got noticed, and now El Rey picked it up, and now they're showing. And they just premiered it. Um, actually, on Halloween, they premiered it on Wednesday. Oh, really? And uh, I'm, I'm assuming it did really because the show's. Really good. I think it's two or three seasons long, and it's just an interesting concept. Um, basically, one morning he wakes up, or not wakes up, but it's one morning, and everybody who fell asleep that night is dead. <laughs> oh wow! I that would not affect us since we don't no, sleep no, very no, much at all. <laughs> we crash <laughs> once a week. We crash for like five hours, and then we're up at it again. <laughs> you realize how many movies actually start with that premise? Right. People waking up. You watch movies and. There's a lot of movies where it, the first scene is somebody waking up out of bed. Well, that's the, that's the interesting funny. thing, though. He doesn't waking up. He's av- he's coming off like an all-night drug binge, which is why he didn't sleep. Ah, <laughs> fear and loathing Las Vegas. Yeah, so I wonder, I wonder, I mean, let, let's let's talk about that. The whole waking up. You know, because even uh, with um, some of the alien movies, it's been the same thing. You wake up and you're like, oh, snap. Yep. I've been abducted. I'm in space. It might I'm, be. Yeah. Something's crashing. Bright. In it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you watch a lot of movies that they start with the waking up scene in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, uh, or they, or they come to it at some point. They get the startled awake, yeah. like it's, it sets up like they set up the world, and then it comes to the main character and flash awake. You know, it's like it's like is it yeah. really a movie or is it just a dream? <laughs> yeah. All right, Inception. <laughs> Time on Inception now. But I mean, I, I, I Avatar was a big. Going back to Aliens, I know we started talking about James Cameron. I started talking about James Cameron. But I'm really excited to see what they're going to do for Avatar 2 and 3. Yeah, because he just come a long way since 2009 see, yeah, when the first and one that, came out. So. That was pretty impressive. Yeah, it was. I'm a practical guy, but to <laughs> me, that movie was really, really impressive. That was a lot of man hours, a lot of yeah work to get those done. And I still, I mean, was it? it's motion capture, right, for the, the actual yeah. Uh, yeah. Aliens, right? It wasn't... 
people like on. I'm, I'm assuming it was. I know it wasn't people on stilts or anything like that walking around. But no, no, yeah. it was all motion capture. Right. Yeah. Mocap, whatever they call Some it. really good stunts in that too. I think they're actually changing. They're like, they're moving to call it more performance capture because it's no longer just motion. Yeah. It's full performance and acting that they're doing now. I think. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones to say that was uh, Andy Serkis after he did Planet the yeah, Planet of the Apes trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it is just all his face. They just masked onto the the apes, you know. Well, they did the same thing with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, the actual actor yeah. was oh, yeah. in full dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only thing is they replaced the mask. I mean, not the mask, but the face. Mm-hmm. Instead of spending 30 hours on the chair doing applications, practical applications, mm-hmm. they were able to do that You know, without him ever having to like compromise his acting. And now we see it with... Um, I mean, even Avengers did it too with... Uh, Hulk. Rowland. Yeah, with Thanos. Oh, and Thanos, yeah. yeah. Uh, his whole... Have you seen the behind-the-scenes pictures for Infinity War? No, it's 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 him walking around, and he has like another five-foot like stick with Thanos's face on top. No, really. and so people have a so the other actors have a reference, reference point, for to look point, at, yeah. and then it's all just his face masked onto it. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, um, look at the the way they did uh, with Hulk. Yeah, he was, was in a Styrofoam yeah, insert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's just it's him. It, it looks really funny now to come from that or the giant foam insert to him now where it's him in the gray suit, the gray mocap suit and then the, just the facial camera yeah. and then they have the ball on the other stick on his back just for people to look at. Yeah. Or I think they have like, uh, I think the other frame of reference is if you look at his face, that's his chest. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least it's his chest, so. Yeah. <laughs> A little lower, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited about to see the, the Avatar movies. I mean, that's just that's a franchise that started and started strong, and it just never, you know, it's taken so long to get the new movies out. It could be interesting where uh, they go. It, from yeah, it, where though. they go from it. Yeah, I mean, there's so much they can do. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it, the first one ended with them sending the humans home, right? Yeah, like, getting them off the planet. Yep. So we'll kind of see where it goes from there, because now the main character is in that body for good. Yes. Yeah. Um, did they do that to anybody else? Was it just him? I know they no. tried with Sigourney Weaver's character, but she dies. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think they did it to the other guy that had a body, right? Nope. The only person that got um, transferred over was the main character. Yeah. So, so really, I mean, where are they going to go from there? Or where are they going to pick up? Yeah. It could be It could be 10 years down the line. Like, yeah. it really it really is. Which I appreciate that more than I do with, like, direct sequels. Where they're like, oh, it's, yeah. it's been 10 years, but it's, you know, the next month. I mean, when that movie come out? That that's it's been 2009. a it's, that, that's a yeah. Because I was just watching it yesterday. So that's a big, big break. You know, yeah. to film now and or 2010 maybe. I think they're filming two and three, if I'm not mistaken, at the same time. Are they? Yeah. They did it with what they did with Infinity War. Yeah. So hopefully <laughs> they won't. They won't be a big break between two and then three. You yeah. know, they'll they'll be like a quick. Maybe six months, hopefully. Because, yeah. uh, yeah. well, like, in Matrix, one, yeah. Matrix, no. I hated that Matrix thing, where it ended and it just stopped abruptly, and you're like, oh, my gosh. The last <laughs> Matrix movie, they broke it in half, and it took forever to see the third Matrix movie. The fourth yeah. Matrix movie. Is it fourth? Yeah, yeah. Because they split number three and two. And two? Yeah, they, they stopped it where he, like, dies or something. I can't remember exactly. And then you're like, what? It's like, I got to wait a hell of another year to see the next Matrix movie? Oh, I hate you. Well, I mean, when Harry Potter did it, they they were smart in the sense that each movie was another year, so it yeah. made sense yeah. that he's getting older. 
You know, it's not because they picked an actual young actor when they first started the movie, and then by the end, he's actually of, oh, yeah. of age, you know, mm-hmm. or looks like he's of the age that he should be. Yeah. And again, you go back to investing yourself into that actor. Yeah. You know, so from there on out, you can't see, you know... Anybody else as that character. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why you see the live productions now on on a, on th- in theater, and it's like, who... I, that no, it just it doesn't it doesn't click the same way. Yeah, because you spent the past however many years watching Daniel Radcliffe, and now it's not. It's not. Yeah. Now, with that said, um, let's talk about um the Incredible Beast and where to find him, because that's supposed oh, yeah. to take place before Harry way Potter. Before it's you know I mean? ni- it's nineteen twenties. I'm not quite sure on uh, timeline. 1910s, 1920s. But yeah, it was I, I mean, if you look at the dress, it's uh, it's all like flappers and. But again, yeah. you're talking about the Harry Potter world, so it's not necessarily reflective of the right. current times, because um, even the Harry Potter movies weren't exactly reflective of the current times. They well, kind of. Well, they were. They were, were set in the 90s. And, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I, yeah, I. The year is 1926 in the first one. I don't think okay. I've watched any of those real movies. I'm no? not, I've seen like the first Harry Potter, and that's about it. <laughs> it's just it's but, not my. I don't know. There's something about. We got we got Johnny Depp in less makeup than usual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A lot less. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pale makeup and white hair. Oh. But um, those are those are movies I just I, I want to watch. I just for me to get into that kind of mystical fantastical fantastical stuff. yeah but it's based in I mean a stage in the old setting uh, mm-hmm. so I have a hard time getting back and for, getting for me I love those movies because for me my writer side that's what I usually lean towards so mm-hmm. for me I'm, I'm always in that kind of mindset um, so from when Fantastic Beasts came out I didn't I hadn't read the book I own it but I didn't think it was an actual story what's a book <laughs> what's a book or what's a book? What's a book? <laughs> what's a book? Uh, it's a thing with paper in it. Oh, okay. um, it looks like a script. <laughs> oh, but, but longer. Uh, a longer script. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more. Uh, it's like a trilogy <laughs> script. So an unedited script. Yeah, yeah. it's it's all action dialogue. It's all action. <laughs> no dialogue. It's like very little dialogue. Um, but those movies did an amazing job of actually keeping the same like. I was worried that we were going to get another introduction to the Wizarding World that we got like yeah. in the first two movies, but no, it just throws you in because people who are watching this movie know what we're know what they're watching, so they didn't have to set up the entire world again. Yeah, they set up the American version of the world, which I thought was yeah. cool because you know every time I watched the original Harry Potter, I was like, okay, cool. So they have like well, when they were doing the um, university championship. Mm-hmm. The couple of champions or whatever. Yeah, that, the, the uh, Triwizard, uh, Triwizard Tournament. Yeah, Triwizard Tournament. Um, they had a school from France, France a one from Bulgaria, yeah. and then, of course, England. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, why, why can't we get Americans in there, you know? It's like they come in, start shooting up. Yeah, yeah. But, you know. They're guns. They're blazing glory, you know. They come in riding on, you know, steeds instead of. I wouldn't be surprised if 21st century America Wizarding World had, like, magic guns, honestly. Yeah, but let's think about that. You know, now you're in the 20th century. What would Wizarding World in the States look like? That'd be interesting. Yeah, it would. Because, I mean, yeah, because we're getting the the 1920s look at it. I'm kind of interested to see what it would look like now. Is that they're going to. Put, put the fact that you know 9-11 was a wizarding accident and <laughs> <laughs> it was all death eaters that did it yeah <laughs> um no but yeah so now we're getting part two actually this month i think yes this it, month part two comes out this month so i'm kind of interested to see it because we get a backstory on 
Nagini, Voldemort's snake from the last. Yeah, and also how um, Albus Dumbledore and uh, what's his name got into the big fight about the sister and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we get a young er Albus Dumbledore. We're not really sure how young. Yeah. Because in the movie, he's old all the way through. Really old, yeah. He's old, old all the way through. And in this one, he's an adult, but it's 1920s, so he yeah. looks like he's in his 30s still. Um, so we'll see what they give away about his character. And then, yeah, so we get that. We get Nicholas Flamel when he was still alive, I yeah. think. Um, which was supposedly Dumbledore's gay lover, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Which is interesting. Again, goes back to... How does it play into the plot? And well, it, is it a plot driving? It, it doesn't. That's the funny part. Was it's you never. I mean, you kind of know. You kind of don't. Like you know from his mannerisms, like Dumbledore in the original books and movies. But they never say it. J.K. Rowling just came out afterwards. It's like, no, yeah, Dumbledore's gay. Yeah, <laughs> but that's the thing. Again, it never, it never bothered me in the original because it, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It didn't move the plot forward. Right. You know what I mean. And now you're like, oh yeah, he's gay. By the way, so we should care. Why? I I really hope they don't. I I don't think they'll make it a plot point. I think his character is going to be there, and I think they might talk about it because they hint at it sometimes. But what is what does that have right, to do with right, anything? Right. I th- I just think it's a nice little tidbit because all the fans have always been like, no, Dumbledore's gay, and so it's like, okay, so he yeah, is. It's, it's, who cares? It's fan service. It's fan service. Yeah. No, it isn't. It's yeah. it's politically correct service. And I <laughs> no, hate that. it's it's fan service. Oh my goodness! Look at Sabrina. You know. Again, that's another one. It's I was like, you know what? It's yes, show, I actually yeah. started watching I'm it. Like eight episodes in. I yeah, it's think. good. It's a great show. I really yeah. started watching it. I was like, you know what, dude? This is better. I, I'm sorry. It's I'm better sorry. than you thought. It's really better than what I thought. It's a little campy because it's it's really aimed towards the Riverdale kind of. I don't like the Riverdale series. That's what I'm saying because they, they did reference Riverdale at least once. Young, in they, it. They did. I'm a little older really yeah. because this well, it's, is a it's, no, original series. It's supposed to be yeah. within the same it, universe. The same, the same universe. Same, yeah. They some sort of deal. Okay. They're supposed to do a crossover eventually where Riverdale okay. I was and confused because Sabrina. I was like, this is a Netflix series, but yeah. Riverdale's on CW, so I don't. But know. this is also by the by the people who did Riverdale okay. is yeah. making Sabrina, so that's what why they're they're gonna. Kind of, it's better the writing world. and better acting. It is much better writing. I, better I will acting. say though, and when I first the then, first then episodes, the acting kind of threw threw me off because it is that kind of like proper oh we're witches and yeah. we keep the same traditions we did from a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. But it it makes sense and it's all really good acting. And I think as the series is going on, they become a little bit more human with yeah. um, some of the stuff they go through. But right. a couple of plot little uh, niches that I'm like uh, but for overall the writing's. Pretty freaking good. Much better than Riverdale, I'm telling you. The writing Riverdale, I was not impressed with. I watched four episodes of it, and I was like, I'm not watching this. It's not good. Yeah. You, I have to say, though, with Riverdale, I was very impressed with the fact that it wasn't childish like the comic books. Yeah. But at the same time, it was very teeny bopperish. Very. Um, so me being the old, you know, kind of weird guy that I am, I was like, man, dude, I... I feel weird watching this, but I'm, I'm drawn. <laughs> I'm drawn to it for some odd godly reason, you know. And then I was watching Sabrina, and I, I picked up the same vibe. I was like, okay, cool. You know? But I do like the fact that it doesn't tell you really what time frame it is because they're driving old yeah. school cars, yeah, it, it, modern it, it, uh, technology with a twist of their outfits. Yeah. So I think the first two episodes it just says like October 30th this year. This it doesn't yeah, really, yeah. It doesn't but it doesn't tell you the year right, or yeah. or yeah. All right, well, it's 11 o'clock. Uh, we have to take a quick break. Also, if you are here at University of Incarnate Word and you are in the Com Arts, please come by 
to go register for next semester. Um, some of the instructors are up here. If you want to talk to your, um, not counselor, but your advisor, advisor to get day. your pin to register for next semester, please do so. They are serving donuts and coffee, so you know where our crew is going to be for the next you know, upteenth minutes while we play you some random music um, and we take a break. Once we come back, we will continue our illustrious, well-versed <laughs> knowledge of alien movies. I promise we'll go back to aliens. Yeah, we'll go back to you, aliens eventually. We'll close out with aliens. We'll close out with aliens. Yeah, we'll close out with aliens. But until then, um, please come by, um, register for next term. That way we will be here and hopefully... Um, and again, you are listening to KUIW, Cardinal Radio, San Antonio, Texas. This is Film Noobs with your host, Ronald, AJ, and myself, David.
All right, that was Baby Can I Hold You, Baby. Tracy Ullman. Man, I have the feels now. Ullman or Chapman? Yeah. Is that Ullman or Chapman? Chapman? No, Tracy Chapman. I think I could read. You said Ullman. No, did I? Yes. Tracy Ullman? Yeah. I'm sorry, Tracy Ullman. Tracy Chapman said that. You didn't sing that. <laughs> I apologize. Wait, take a credit, dang it. <laughs> take a credit. <laughs> I was trying to give her credit, you know. That was a really good song, and it feels, I have the feels now. Or maybe that's just because I just went to a restroom. Okay. Has I have the feels of eating a taco again. If you are listening to <laughs> KUIW.org and you are here, please bring by a taco. In any, KUIW, any, any Cardinal taco. Radio, San Antonio, Texas. And we are back. This is Film Noobs with... Ronald. AJ. And myself, David. And we are talking about... Aliens. We were? 
Died the last <laughs> half hour we are. No, but we are now. All right, the topic the topic was originally aliens. It was originally aliens. Now we've moved past all of our little tantrums because we go into these weird, you know, film-related tantrums. That could, oh, again, the reason we wanted to bring the show was why? To talk about film. Um, and we are passionate about it. We've been in the industry. Um, as a matter of fact, talking about that next week, I almost forgot next week talking about being in the industry. Both AJ and Ronald are going to be gone because they are filming Triple T. With that said, let's lead in. Ronald, tell us a little bit about Triple T, man. Uh, call it Triple T, but the actual title is uh, Texas Tales of Terror. And it's about uh, five young, well, not so much innocent, uh, kids from the northern part of San Antonio. They need to get their party on. They're underage, so they can't get any drinks anywhere. So they know this girl who kind of joins the group and says, hey, I know this place on the south side. So they go to the south side. They go to this bar, and the bar owner just starts talking about different tales of uh, San Antonio folklore. And there's a nice little twist at the end, but uh, so it's a it's a fun little. So it's four different short shorts within a kind of like creep show was done back in the ninety eighties and nineties kind of mm-hmm. scenario. So, but that's tales from the crib creep, yep, show, creep show. Tales from the hood. Um, recently, you know which one I saw recently that oh dude, it reminded me so much of some of the, the things we were doing in that movie. VHS. No, no. Um, Viches is good, though. Yeah. But it, this was an anthology. I hadn't seen it before, which is kind of weird. Trick or Treat. Oh, yeah, you kind of mentioned something yeah. like that. Oh, last have yeah. you seen Trick or Treat? I haven't seen I it, though. I think so, actually. I've seen, there's a bunch of anthology, like horror anthologies on Netflix. I think Trick or Treat was on Or was no. on at one point. Maybe at one point. But yeah, it, no, no. I don't think it's on Netflix, Trick or Treat. Is. No, Trick or Treat is not on Netflix no, but... or Amazon. You have to actually rent it, rent it. Or if you have DVD, you're lucky enough to have the DVD. Yeah. Either. But yeah, no, I was watching it and I was like, man, dude, this is really, really cool because Sam, at my one of my youngest out of 30, um, <laughs> she's into gothcore and all that good stuff. And she's like, hey, dad, look, check this out. It's Sam. And I'm like, who the heck is Sam? She's like, yeah, dude, I was watching this YouTuber and he had blood count and he was, I'm like, wait, 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 what? He had blood count. He's like, yeah, man, he goes through this thing and he tells you the blood count of horror films. And since I know you uh, like horror films, I was watching it, and Trigger Treat has, like, umpteen freaking deaths, and I'm like, okay, okay, first of all, dude, you're, like, nine years old. Why are you watching this? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, you gave me full access on YouTube, and I'm like, oh, dang it. Uh, <laughs> so I got to go back and change her parental, you know, access code to, like, you know, two-year-old or something, so she doesn't watch gore and horror and all that good stuff anymore. But anyways, yeah, one of the movies that she was watching was The Whole Trick Treat. And she's like, yeah, dude, they have a lot of killings. So I watched it for Halloween, and that's what uh, it, it, I had to text you that day. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, this is, like, so cool. You need to watch it. It, it, talks, it has a lot of little anthologies or a lot of little stories. Mm-hmm. But at the end, they all intertwine and tell the overall story. Something like what you were doing with Triple Tree, I mean, not Triple Tree, with Triple T, yeah. is the fact that at the end, they all intertwine somehow or another. You know what I mean? And then I love stories like that, even though yeah. I don't like mind psychological stuff, because <laughs> uh, I hate psychological horror. Um, it keeps me up at night, and I have to turn on all the lights in there and sleep with my teddy bear and my five cats. The Babadook could get you. Yeah, you know, the, <laughs> the Babadook's going to get you. 
You know, I'm afraid to step, you know, on the floor because my keys will get cut and I'm going to die. And then my cats are going to s- steal my soul. And yeah, yeah, no. Cat eyes. That was good. That was good, man. Back yeah, in the day. Stephen King, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that dude's a master. He really is a master of horror. He's been doing it forever. I mean. He's, but it's like smart scared. horror. Yeah, it's yeah, not like. But he used to do like drug cocktails or something, right? Like, yeah. he's been known to do drugs to like mess up his mind to get in that mindset to get in that set. Doesn't everybody? You didn't hit record on the video camera. Damn. All right, we're gonna take a quick note. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. No, the reason I hate I said that is because we're actually recording, um, recording the, the the actual broadcast that we're doing because we're gonna put it on YouTube. So hopefully, God willing, next week we'll have all the links. So you can follow us on YouTube and and iTunes and anywhere else you hear us, um, and that way we could get more than five listeners yeah. listening to us. Again, thank you, Mom and the ladies from the Southern. Southern Hospice International Treatment Center. I keep messing that up because I want to say intern. You know, anyways, doesn't matter. Ladies, thank you very much for the cookies last time, uh, for always tweeting about us. Um, telling us how great we're doing. I really do appreciate that. Thank you, Mom. I love you. Ms. Margie, thank you. you. Ronald loves you a lot. (laughs) 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 He can't wait to have a sugar mama. Um, Anyways. Find my next movie. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they get that much in in retirement or Medicare to, like, cover a movie. About as much as we do. We should we should ask you that, <laughs> right? <man>. Sponsorship. Sponsorship. <laughs> if you're listening, if you can sponsor us, we're always we're always willing to take sponsors. Oh, uh, and okay, that's another thing that I was gonna get to because next uh, Friday, both of y'all are gonna be out. So, with that said, I'll probably have two guest speakers, maybe one guest speaker, and I'll be talking to them. Robert Rodriguez. It'll, it'll be a surprise. <laughs> it might be my mom. Mom, get ready. I'm going to have to break you out of jail because <laughs> the orderlies are pretty tough. Last time I got tackled, <laughs> I was taking her a taco and didn't have it. So, <sighs> All right, moving on. Alien movies. <laughs> and we're back, back to, to movies. movies. Back yeah. to film noobs. <laughs> Alien movies. Alien movies. Yeah. yeah. E.T. E.T. the extraterrestrial. Oh, yeah. It's a classic. Yeah. That still freaks me out, the long little finger, glowing finger. Hey, the ear, the head going up and down is what freaks me out. You know, there's so many connotations to that movie. That if you really sit there and think about it, and you're like, dude, yeah, why am I watching this? This is like... It's creepy. I'd rather watch Critters than freaking Aliens, to tell the truth. Yeah. Critters is still one of those movies I really, really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that movie. Why did you enjoy that movie? I just, I like the, the whole concept of these little bitty, like, things For that balls. roll. Yeah. And then uh, you have the hunters with the big, big, big guns. No. Uh, that kind of, yeah, that's, I, I, I don't know. There's something about that movie. That kind of, it was fun. It was just a fun, creepy, scary. And it was practical. And it was very practical, yeah. It was really well done. It's It was, that's a, a original concept, totally out of the blue. I'm, I like original concepts. Like Circle. Was another way I always talk about. I haven't, I haven't seen Circle. Is it that good? It's really, really good. That's where they're all in the room together. They're all in the room together. They all wake up in a room together, standing up in a big circle. There's another wake up. (laughs) There's another wake up. Wake up. But it's an alien movie, so just a spoiler. Uh, 
but you kind of know it at the beginning. It's kind of an alien movie, but they all have to decide whether or not who who lives and dies as a as a group. I that would it, be interesting. It is. You I get think, a bunch of people that hate each other. And they put don't. Them in a room. They don't even know each other. No, I'm just saying you yeah. should get a bunch of people that, that hate, hate each, each other. other. Yeah. Put them in a room and decide who goes first. You're gonna die eventually, but who goes first, and the manner of how 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 horribly you're gonna die. Be a short. Be a be yeah, a really be good be short. short. Yeah. It's like but I want everybody to die. I like that one. I think of more because it has a lot of political connotations with socialism and yeah. and democracy and. How a democracy is not always good. That's why we have our system of government. Anyways, right. let me go on my political rant. Go vote. <laughs> yeah, go, vote. go vote. Go vote. <laughs> Make sure you vote. Yeah. It's almost up. Socialism nice kills. Um, yeah, I was watching I was watching your screen and you came up on Super Eight. I love that movie. Oh yeah. Super Dude, eight. I, I love the sentence though that it has it. This two thousand eleven film is like the love child of Stranger Things and Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Cloverfield was great too. You know what? I, I like the first yes, one. Right. The first one's an I like the first movie, one, yeah. but after that, dude, it's like he it lost me. Yeah. Because okay, like the Cloverfield, um, what is it called? He just put it out. Uh, Paradox. Paradox. Yeah. Cloverfield yeah. Paradox. What did that dude, where did you go from Cloverfield to Cloverfield Paradox? There's you, like you, two other movies between that, though, isn't there? Yeah. Is it, um, Cloverfield oh, Lane and Cloverfield. Oh yeah. Cloverfield the one Lane, where he's, yeah. in bunker, he's in a bunker. The one. Yeah. Where they're outside and they get taken over by the aliens, and then the paradox where he's in space. All those are supposed to mash together. Anyways, let me go back to Super Eight because <laughs> we're talking about film noobs and making film and independent filmmaking, yada yada yada. Okay, I love the movie. The premise of the little kids with mm-hmm. the Super Eight camera making their movie, um, and then if you ever watched the behind the scenes, some of it was actually shot in Super Eight. No. Um, like when the kids are running around and everything, they yeah. actually that's, shot it in Super 8. That's another movie where the alien is not necessarily trying to kill us, right? It's just yeah. trying to get home. Yeah. He's just right. trying to get home, yeah. Like Batteries Not Included? <laughs> yeah, you are right. It is an alien <laughs> movie that, yeah. That movie is still to this day just one of those fun, happy movies. No, but um, going back to, to Super, Super 8. 8, when they did the, an interview with him, he was like, dude, you know, this was his little kind of tipping of the hat to his former younger self because I don't know if you've ever read his bio and everything he started off mm-hmm. doing Super 8 movies with all his friends and everything backyard whatnot and so his whole thing to be able to make a movie like this with such a great you know um, I think it was a Spielberg right but Super 8, eight? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah with somebody like him and everything and to be able to produce and make something of that level. It's like, dude, you know, again, it's something that us fanboys grow up wanting to one day do. Yep. You know, I mean, the reason why we all get into film is because we, at one point, read, you know, what's the name, uh, Rebel Without a Cause. And we're <laughs> like, you know what, I'm going to make my own $5,000 movie, and I'm going to make it big, and I'm going to make it great. And, yeah, no. Nah. Or, you know, we heard, you know, what's the name's uh, the whole, you know, maxing out all your credit cards and paying, dropping out of college, college yeah. mm-hmm. um, maxing out all your credit cards, and all of a sudden you're in Sundance. And after that, you're making big budget movies, you know, and now he's directing Supergirl, you know, nerding out. 
yeah. with all the big guys. Yeah. Me, me was yeah. uh, I was a young kid, and uh, this guy Mike Sellers, he would make movies, and he would make some really creative like stuff. And I was always envious of that guy, and I was always you know, instead of doing my movies because you know we couldn't afford any the camera, I just decided to act. So I did a lot of plays and a lot of acting and stuff in the high school. So I did that route, but now that I'm older, I got back into behind the camera stuff. So I'm glad you did. Yeah, I love it. Because your acting sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was good in LBC. <laughs> <laughs> the director lied to you. I don't know who he is, but he lied to you. I was a star. <laughs> I was a star. I had five, six rows more than anybody else. That's how much the director loved me. That's how much he was broke. <laughs> so back on, to, just to correct this, Cloverfield, there's only three movies so far. It's Cloverfield, yeah. 10 Cloverfield Lane, and then the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. And then... Apparently, there was a lot of speculation that Overlord, the new J.J. Abrams movie that's coming out, was supposed to be another Cloverfield movie, because no one was sure about what it was. And that Overlord was based on the... the it, it is, but the, it, oh. it, it, there's there's no tie-in. But then, the, I think when the name first came out, people were like, oh, is this the next Cloverfield movie? Resident Evil. Because, yeah, yeah, because uh, the name Overlord. Yeah. But no, it's not. I hope it's not. No, it's not. But no, and then I'm reading right now, Abrams said it's not, but then he confirmed in a... Uh, Unrelated fourth Cloverfield Cloverfield film to be in development. Hmm. Why? I, I don't. Know. Didn't he see the rules that said you only do threes? I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> it's called, only apparently it's called the Cloververse. I don't know. Cloververse. Cloververse. Oh my goodness! Everything comes in threes, man. Everything comes in threes. Maybe he's trying. Even to even you know what? Even Star Wars follows that rule. It does. Yeah. It's three sets of trilogies, and that's it. You're done. Maybe he's trying to do the four leaf clover thing. Ah. <laughs> Mind blown, mind blown, dude! You just, the whole universe has just been <laughs> deciphered. Thank you, Ronald. But what did you think of the promotion for Cloverfield Paradox? Because I, I think it got a lot of mixed reviews, but it was interesting because it was on the slate for God Particle, yeah. and then Super Bowl came around, and then the day of Super Bowl, God Particle got removed from the slate. Mm-hmm. They promoted Cloverfield Paradox during the Super Bowl and said, "Coming out tonight." Yeah. Like there was no heads up at all, and it, it, like Netflix went crazy for it because it was just immediately there on Netflix, and Amer- everybody imme- after the Super Bowl immediately just went and watched the movie because they're like, well, now we want to know what this is, and it's another Cloverfield movie, so obvi- it got a lot of attention. It's I, weird I think that- what it was was the fact that they saw an opportunity to one market a market, yeah. really really large, attentive audience because right. anything that comes out during Super Bowl is automatically, like, a big thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If we see somebody do a commercial on Doritos during Super Bowl, guess what? I want Doritos because <laughs> Doritos are the biggest thing. And not only that, but you have millions and millions of people attentively watching every commercial mm-hmm. for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Heck, they got shows that cover the commercials for the Super Bowl. So yeah. I think that was the best marketing they could ever have done. Yeah. Not only that, but the whole fact that you attach a big name like JJ mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, dude, come on, up, come and watch a JJ film, anything, a JJ standing yeah. Yeah, for three hours of, in the middle of the Super Bowl during the, the middle, Super Bowl uh, the halftime show, just standing JJ there. JJ just stands there, you know what I mean, and makes lens flares. <laughs> watch JJ in the middle of the making <laughs> lens flares, making lens flares <laughs> for three hours." You're going to watch it because I want to watch how he makes lens flares in the middle of the Super Bowl. If you're not sure about that, just look up 
J.J. Abrams and lens flares. Like, Sweet. all his movies have lens flares. Hey, back on the Michael Bay. Speaking of Michael Bay and Aliens, Bumblebee's supposed to be coming out pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, Bumblebee's. Dude, I can't wait for that. <laughs> Again, one of my 30 kids came up to me like, dad, 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 dad. I'm like, what? They're like, did you know that Bumblebee was a VW bug? I'm like, bro. <laughs> that was like the original Bumblebee when yeah. I was growing up when I was your age back in the days of like Stonehenge and 1982. all that stuff, you know when I saw the original Transformers he was always a Bumblebee again marketing marketing changed Bumblebee yeah. from VW Bug to a what is it Camaro it was a Camaro yeah. it was a 2012 Camaro when that, or marketing 2011 Camaro. Yeah. Yeah. actually no it was a 2012 Camaro because it was like 2011 when the movie came out yeah. so they were like promote the new car and after that everybody wanted a damn Camaro for like yeah. umpteenth years it had to be Bumblebee Yellow Bumblebee Yellow I remember yeah. I was stationed at Fort Hood and, and that whole year it's like the lots were full with Bumblebee Yellow Camaros mm-hmm. and I was sick to my, my stomach I was like <laughs> but it's actually not Michael Bay on this one though anymore it's Travis Knight directing uh, this one what has he done hmm. Travis Knight yeah uh, let me find out but yeah, I was kind of. It's kind of surprising. It's refreshing. It's finally not a Transformers movie that's that blows up. Everything. He did a lot of ah uh, uh, box trolls, box Panor- trolls, uh, yep. Coraline, paranormal, like paranormal. So he's done a lot of animation. Yeah. So with that said, going from animation and something that we were talking about earlier, it's all about telling a story. Yeah. So how is he going to translate this? Hmm. Ah, but uh. Actually, he was producer on a lot of those, and then he was animation department on a, lo- a lot of them, and then he directed wow. the two strings. But for all these other ones, he was part of the animation department at least. <laughs> so, Dude, so he know, so he knows so he what knows he can that, do, yeah. how right. to be seen, yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. So he understands if you, he going from animation department yeah. to a director yeah. in two movies and a of a big, movie. big franchise. We're talking about multi-billion dollar. Yeah. He's like they invest a lot of in the Transformers franchise. Dude, I wish yeah. I could be that. Like. You you lost me once Megan Fox left. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What was that, after two? Yeah. I was like, no. Yeah, I think, I think after three I stopped watching because the story got weird. It's so, got... it's so hard to keep up with the Transformers. I mean, you see them and it becomes a big blob of like metal. Yeah. And you have no idea what's going on and then you see the Transform thing. But like, that's yeah, always just... been something I've been curious watching about all the Transformers movies was, okay, so them standing up has to fit into this vehicle at some point, and mm-hmm. they finally touch on that in the tra- in the trailer of her Bumblebee, which is she gets out of the car, and he- she sees his face in the undercarriage of, yeah. the, of the Volkswagen. So it's like, it finally makes sense how it, go- it all goes together, which, I mean, as a kid, putting them together, it made sense. Yeah. But in the movies, it's just a, you know, just a quick well, in the, in blob the, of, yeah. In the, in the animated series, even in the comic books, you could actually see how they transform. Right, I mean, right. everybody, every part had... It was like, it was like scene, 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 scene. Correct, correct. Done, and, and then, then the new movies came out as just... Blobs of metal. Blobs metal and done. I'm like, I have no idea. And even when they were doing like half transform, where like shooting it, he has an arm sticking out, yeah. there's a blob of metal. I'm like, I have no idea what the hell is going on. It's just, I'm gone, I'm lost. Yeah, but now it actually looks like it kind of makes sense, because you see him stand up in yeah. the garage, and it actually... It goes back to come the apart. Yeah, yeah. Which I think or or when they are fighting and pieces come apart, and then they transform into fully functioning vehicles. How? <laughs> so, dude, yeah. I just saw a wheel come off you. Yeah. Now you're like, you got all sets of your wheels. Dude, yeah. That's sense. why I watch GoBots. Go- that <laughs> <laughs> probably comes from the fact that he is an animation guy. Yeah. So he knows he that understands it how needs it. to make sense, you know, or visually how to make it make sense. Yeah. Well, again, the stipulation, but yeah, hopefully he does. And everybody has their thing. Everybody, yeah. uh, there's people that really love the way the whole fighting scene is cut up in the, the Transformer movies. This, this is not my 
I, I like I'm a visual guy. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to see yeah everything clearly and and be able to tell the story. Well, yeah, it's like well, yeah. For me, I'm going off all that one trailer, just that one scene where she he's in the garage and he stands up from yeah, yeah. to be in the Volkswagen. They don't show a lot of the fight scenes. They don't, but. Hopefully they're good. I mean, yeah. I'm, ho- I'm hoping they're good. I don't know what Decepticons are supposed to be in it, but uh, oh, they they do hint on some of it. There, there's supposed to be yeah. a couple, yeah. and like he's got messages from Optimus Prime, but Optimus Prime isn't on Earth yet. No. Yeah, this this is before this is before yeah. everybody yeah. comes to Earth. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a prequel to, but he's already st- he's still broken. I think right, like his, he still can't speak. I'm not sure. I think, I think maybe this is he's... where he got broken. Maybe because I know I had seen a previews before, like last year, and um. I had seen where he went through like World War Two, and they he he was a, a really you know man I'm gonna say a badass killing machine mm-hmm. because that's what they you know he ended up helping out the U S during World War Two and all that good yeah. stuff and then he he kept evolving yeah. so I don't know yeah if if he's so gonna have his thing had, broken or I what think else it had or, it had a lot of like the Wonder Woman feel to it for yeah. me when I was watching the the trailer for Long Week see so in the original trailer that came out it was. I think that he's still using the radio to speak. Mm-hmm. I just saw a trailer earlier this morning, though, where he's fighting some other Transformer. Pull it up. See if we can um, I mean, see the trailer one. Um, gets thrown off a cliff, and then it says something like memory core failure, and then he sees the Bumblebee right before he pa- like passes out, quote-unquote. No. Um, but, so, yeah, maybe we'll, we will see how he gets broken at some uh, in this movie. Old school aliens. You gotta love it. Yeah. Because he, uh, he's been broken this entire time. And I think they fix him, and then it goes back to being broken. Well, then they gave him a female voice, too. Did they? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the last one, they gave him, um, when they repaired his vocal cord, uh, cortex or whatever it is. Yeah. It was a female voice, and he got mad, and he yanked it out on himself. <laughs> oh, is that what <laughs> it was? <Yeah>. Yep. Because <laughs> I know they fixed him, and then he, like, he's still speaking with the radio, so I didn't, wasn't sure how that worked. Yeah, the visuals in it was really good. I mean, it looks really, really cool. All right, uh, so we are watching the Bumblebee trailer right now. Yeah. You know, San Francisco. Bumblebee too. I really wish they would stop throwing the five and a half minute trailer of Aquaman in my face whenever I'm on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> you like Aquaman. Stop it. It's DC. I just don't want to watch, I just don't like that it's five and a half minutes. Dude. Oh, I, I did watch uh, the first two episodes of uh, Titans, by the way. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I was, I was that today? I was pretty impressed. Yeah. Gonna go watch. I was, there you uh, go, it's transforming. Yep. Yep. It makes sense. You see, yeah, how it's all like, bro- yeah, yeah, it's. Just, but well, yeah. we can't hear. Uh, matter of fact, hit the the volume. See if he is speaking. Uh, oh, you. Oh, you could hear it, right? Yeah, I. I didn't. Was. Yeah. Um. Sorry, yeah. we're actually in here in the studio Dude. watching Transformers. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Says this Christmas. No idea. It's Christmas. And that's what I'm reading. I'm. Telling the audience what we're watching. I know. Right? I, I, I Middle know. trees. He looks smaller, which makes I mean it makes sense that he's a smaller vehicle. Well, I mean, come on, yeah, yeah he, he is a smaller vehicle, but he's it makes not... him look younger too. Like it, it, he almost looks childlike. His face though, kind of the same. Yeah, they did a good job casting too. I really like that. Ah, there's Decepticons right there. What? They just changed into like two different vehicles. <laughs> well, some of the Transformers did in the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think that's the first time we've seen it in one of these. Yeah. They have like their vehicle they turn into, and that's it. All right, so he's not talking. He's he's like one was it, like a, a motorcycle that turned into a helicopter. And yeah. 
he's emoting and like making like different sound effects to kind of get his point across. Is that John Cena? Yes, it is. Yeah, John Cena. Ah, yes. No, oh, can't see I, me. I couldn't see him. I, yeah, I yeah. See, him. <laughs> <laughs> see, that oh, looks like the cartoon. Oh, dude, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, I, I battle like, mode. I like this visor better than I than the than the on the Camaro. Who, create, who creates these? This is uh, what, uh, Hasbro? Uh, Hasbro owns uh, the rights. Yeah, I don't the know if they right. still do, but yeah, they did. But as, as far as producing it. <laughs> Going into the... It's a <laughs> <laughs> he tries to sit on the couch and... <laughs> Breaks the couch. Breaks the couch. You know, because yeah. you, know, cause you, <laughs> no, cause you have people that are DC and Marvel kind of factions. Yeah, yeah. Transformers is one of those things that it's kind of nice falls in the middle. middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to look in. It's Transformers, man. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's Hasbro, though. What, Doesn't what matter. was the last time Hasbro puts anything out that was... Transformers? <laughs> Transformers. Hasbro's shared universe, yeah. It's... So it's not Hasbro. It's Hasbro's shared universe. Kind of like the DCU. What else do they have that, that, that they can put out, though? I mean, Hasbro? Yeah. Uh, My Little Power Pony. <laughs> My Little Pony. <laughs> no, Power Rangers is owned by Sebastian or Saban. Didn't they? Do, no, Saban, I think they just yeah. got bought by Hasbro. Did they? I think that uh, the rights just went to Hasbro, which is why we're going to get a Power Rangers, another Power Rangers movie. Or they're planning another Power Rangers movie. Hmm. Which, it's kind of like the whole Fox-Marvel thing. Yeah. Now that, yeah. that Marvel officially owns Fox... Hopefully now we get all the X Men kind of brought Back. into the um, the Marvel universe. I always wish they make like a He Man movie or something. Yeah, it's a fit. Yeah, new parent. Oh, oh like dude, a- the original He Man movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's who talk about play, that. Who would play He Man? Huh? Who would play He Man? I'll do He-Man? it. You know, <laughs> you're more like a Shira. <laughs> With your hair and all, he's like, ah, oh, I mean, Princess of Power. I mean, his size and build, we can put him in some makeup. He can be Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was that crazy looking? Uh, the guard, what was it? Uh, Masters of the Universe was the movie with uh, yeah. Dolph Lundgren. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know what? It. That was a little hidden gem, man. Yes. Because when Canon used to release all those movies, like 50 movies a year and stuff, and I applaud him for it, even though they went bankrupt because of doing that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I honestly miss that, dude, because yeah. they were actually putting out movies. They were they were hitting up every genre: action, adventure, um, sci-fi. Dude, you, you can't get a studio that puts out anything like that and has original content. Yeah, original it wasn't the content, greatest yeah. content, but it was original content. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they were trying to put stuff out that wasn't, you know, sequels, prequels, requels, and popcorn. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know they. Well, actually, they were more like popcorn because they were popping them out <laughs> left and right. But <laughs> we, original content is so hard to come by nowadays, man. And like the, the 80s and 90s had a lot of original stuff, man. And you know what? We're revisiting, and, and we talked about this last week. We're revisiting a lot of the old concepts. Are we making them better? Uh, some of it, yeah, okay. Like, again, they're, they're still fighting over the rights for... for um, What's his name? Right. Yeah, for Jason. Yeah. You know, because the the latest thing was, yes, okay, you own the rights to the movie, but you only own the rights to the first movie. So anything you did in the yeah. first movie is okay. So that means you own the rights to younger Jason, not yeah. adult Jason, Jason, and you own the rights to the mom. 
which what that was the original so killer. The mom. Spoilers, Spoilers, yes, man. I know. Got it. I don't care. It's if so you haven't weird. watched the original, so you should not be listening to us because we're going to tell you everything that's out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's kind of weird because, yeah, now how are you going to make a new movie yeah. and say, yes, this is a relaunch of the original, but I can't show so you, you yeah. the adult Jason because I have no rights to None of that it. stuff makes any sense to me, but it's just, I guess, the industry works. And can you even call it Friday the 13th? Or is it like Friday the something? You can't call it next Friday because yeah. that one's already taken. Just call it Jason Voorhees. Jason's. Honestly, the yeah. Voorhees. Was... The Voorhees. The Voorhees. Kind of like what they did with Roseanne. It's yeah, no yeah. longer Roseanne. The, the Connors. Show. Now it's the Connors. <laughs> so it's not, it's not going to no longer be you know, Friday the 13th. Now we're going to watch the Voorhees. But look at, look at the 80s and 90s. I mean, I, I hate to throw it back. But 80s and 90s had so much original content. I Hold mean, on. I, I, know, I know you're out of... You know, you could still scroll because 80s and 90s, you weren't even born. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, real, realistically, I, and go back to Alien movies, look at how many original 80 Alien movies were done in those days. E.T., yeah. original Alien movie. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. It blew up. That movie yeah. was amazing. That movie is like by far one of the iconic Alien movies of all times mm-hmm. with the whole music. And it was the first time you actually had like a music that then uh, went out into the people's audience psyche and they were able to recite that you know everybody remembers that little keynote yeah if you don't know anything you know that keynote yes you know but again again it's from the master himself you know we can't get any better than when he puts out a movie it's it's done so well yeah you know i mean it's done to the fact that you're like dude but was there et2 no no of course was there a close encounter of the fourth there there was more than one jurassic there's, there is a fourth. Oh, We're like on the, yeah. the umpteenth Jurassic, yeah. you know, live action. And now it's going to be Jurassic in space. Underworld. Space. And now we're about to get Dawn of the Planet of the Dinosaurs, apparently. Yeah. 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 This is the last one. Or, or Jurassic World in space. Dinobots. <laughs> That's what they need to bring back is the oh, Dinobots. Dude. They did. They, they yeah, brought they down did, Dinobot yeah. in the last one. So Was it the last one or was that? Yeah. No, it's the last one. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I remember they brought it. Yeah, well, I, it's I the last one before. I don't count Bumblebee as part of the, the, right, right, the yeah, thing. Right, right, right. In terms of Transformers last night, I think. Yeah, the last night was the last yeah. one they had, but previous to that one was the one with uh, the Dinobots. Yeah. But how good was Close Encounters of their kind? I mean, really, if you have seen any Alien movie it is at all, that movie is an icon. It's so so beautiful, so well done. It's so Dude, the wide angle shots, oh. you know, the revealing of, of the ship coming over, coming over the yeah. hill. Yeah. Oh my jeez, that's yeah, that beautiful movie. It's such a good alien movie. Yeah, it still holds to this day. It still holds hard yeah. to this day. Just even the the, the practical. I mean, the way that you you, you would swear that you, you can make that movie now, and it's still. Mm-hmm. It seems like it was done now. You don't need any extra special effects or anything. Yeah. It's so well done. You know, I was watching um, another old classic, uh, Psycho, for Halloween. We just finished Halloween, yeah. so I, I got to revert back to that real quick. I was watching Psycho. Which one? After the, the original one. Okay, the black and white? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. black and white. Yeah. I know, I got to watch American <laughs> Psycho still, but um, oh. I was watching Psycho, and I was looking at it, and I was like, dude, you know what? This is an old black and white. It, I think it was 63 when it was done. Uh, I can fact check, yeah. But, uh Sounds right. But anyways, um, the old cycle, black and white, classic. Yep. Alfred Hitchcock. 1960. 1960. 1960. Okay, I was off a little bit. 1960, Alfred Hitchcock. I was watching it, and bro, dude, I was, I was mesmerized by how clear 
and how beautiful the picture quality was. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking about celluloid film back in the days. Yes, I know it's been remastered, recolored, all that good stuff. But even then, it was beautifully shot. Yeah, but the graininess is not... uh, Dude, I I, I, I was just mesmerized by how beautiful the film still looks, even to this day, which... uh, How... How old would that be? 1960 to 2018. I can't do math, and I'm about to graduate. <laughs> That's 50, oh, 58 years. 58 years, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I could look that good at 58 years. I'm almost there. But, but even yeah. the, the out-of-focus stuff was done purposely. You could no, tell, yeah, yeah. No, every six, every yeah, every yeah, camera yeah. angle and every movement done was done intentionally. And yeah. that's one thing that you don't get anymore, really. Mm-hmm. Um, the intentional and the, the, the maniacal freaking stuff you got to do. I mean, that dude sat there and planned out every shot to the T. But that's why you know he I mean? studied. And, and how everything played into each other, yeah. you know? That's and, why we, that's that's why why we, we study, study him. Because yeah. Yeah. he's such a master of suspense. Yeah. <laughs> Not so much horror. It's more of a suspense. Yeah, that's it's more it of that building tension I that mean, even Psycho is considered a mystery slasher. So Yeah. I it's the suspense that. of it all, you know, and you just don't know what's going to happen next, and it just builds and builds. Yeah. And it gives you those weird shots where you're like, you don't really think about it, but you look back and it's like, oh, now, now that makes sense. Why yeah, that it's a different one, layer. Yeah. That one single shot is in that frame is it, it's meaningful for something that happens later on. Uh, he's, yeah, super, super. If you've ever never seen a Hitchcock movie, it's just... You're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something wrong with you. Yeah. You don't admire film. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong, and you should not be listening to us. Go um, go listen to something else. No, go, right, but, go watch a Hitchcock movie, then come back here. <laughs> yeah. Now, who is the, I, w- I was taking a class here, and somebody was saying, it was talking about like, a new director, and, and they were announcing who he was, and he's like, he's such a master, and he studies, no, no, no. I guess the guy came out afterwards like, well, let me correct him. It's like, I've never seen anything by any of those, those guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just make my own movies. It's like, but sometimes you just have to find your own way, yeah. find your own niche. And I, I honestly don't think you can call yourself a master of film, not just studying it, but actually doing it and yeah. doing it for a long time. Yeah. Quality, you know what I mean? Um, and that's Would you tell me the, not till your eighth film is when you actually put something decent? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, unless you keep making the same mistake over and over again. Yeah. So we'll be on our 18th film, yeah, yeah. making the same, same you know, film, mistake. Yeah. You know, LVZ 18 yeah. in space. Cool. Remade. <laughs> remake. Remade. It's the remake of the relaunch <laughs> that got re-sequeled. To be rebooted. <laughs> to be rebooted. <laughs> <laughs> now on Super Definition Blu-ray. <laughs> LVZ 18. Yeah. The return of LVZ. Shot in 24K. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> But yeah, these are the things that, you know, that I actually love when you sit there and you watch a movie and you're like, man, dude, that one pencil played, you know, into how he escaped because, and I saw that pencil early on and you never really realize until you're like, oh, dude, yeah. mind blown. The four leaf clover effect. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why he has four movies because it's a four leaf clover. Oh, oh Like that one pencil, that one scene in uh, John Wick 1. Yeah, he talking about it. he can kill you with a pencil, and then yeah. the second then movie, second movie he, he kills, kills that guy. guy with a pencil. <laughs> we have to wait a whole movie to watch him kill him with a pencil. Uh, yeah, because he asked him, he's like, you know why that story is? He said, what? That's no, and he kills him with it. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I, you know, John Wick. I think this is the best movie for Keanu Reeves. 
after it's hard, I thought I thought Matrix was stuff. I thought Matrix was like okay cool that's his movies, but no, no. Yeah, it was Speed and Speed Mike was Drake, it. That wasn't Bill that great. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Okay, <laughs> Bill, growing up Bill and Ted's, I I gotta give it to him. Constantine. Constantine. I wish they would have kept the the show. I wish it could would have kept the the on the I really enjoyed the movie. I hate DC movies, but that one I really like. Was it by DC? Yeah, it's kind of a DC no, character. No, I didn't think it. Huh? Constantine is a DC character, though. I know, yeah. but I don't think I don't yeah, think the movie was. No, I don't DC. think it was. It was DC character. No, I think, but he's a DC character. Yeah, he is. DC Maybe that's character. why I think it's so good. Yeah, well, I mean, it, he's a DC character, <laughs> yeah. and he's been brought into light with uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow, Legends but I don't think DC actually made that movie. I, I think it was think somebody so, else. I really enjoyed that movie, though. That was really well. What done. was the producing company for that one? I'm trying to find it right now. Man, that's kind of crazy. Think about it, because. Yeah, the DC world or the DCU didn't really exist back in the day. So Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Pictures, Warner Brothers, yeah. Would that that would make sense because Warner Brothers has been it were, is part of DC, DC anyway. Yeah. So wait, then who did did Warner Brothers do Green Lantern? I don't know. Ah oh, man, uh, we're learning something, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. You are growing are, and being educated with connected. us yeah, on film news. It's all connected. It's been connected forever. But Keanu, yeah, I'm a big admirer of Keanu for years and years and years. I, I mean, even when people would knock him, huh? Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers? Okay. DC, oh, DC Entertainment and distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures. Yeah. I, I hate I hate that people knock him so much. I was like, oh, man, he's such a bad actor. But look at the movies he's done. They're like iconic movies. I mean, people yeah. still talk about some of the movies he did when he was younger. Yep. Speed is still the icon movie. You know, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, they're looking to make another one. It's... No, They're, they yes? should leave it alone. They should leave no, it. No, man. No, Keanu Reeves. Was Keanu Reeves. Yeah, him and uh, I see. I don't even know who the other guy is. <laughs> who cares? Yeah, who, <laughs> who cares? It's, but anyways, it's Bill. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're supposed to do another Bill and Ted Excellent Adventure. Um, but yeah, he he's done Alex some winner. Yeah, uh, Devil's Advocate, great movie. Yeah, uh, that one was really good. I really enjoyed that one. He's he's put on some, uh, and then you have the rom com one. That rom romantic ones like uh, uh, Flies to the Leaves or something. I don't remember. The Meadows. I I don't know. He's put some romantic movies out recently. Not a big fan of those, but it, a lot of people seem to like those. But I think at his stage in life, right now, right now, keeping up with, with um, this series. Mm-hmm. Damn it, I forgot the movie. We were just talking about it. John, John Wick. John Wick. It's in post-production right now. John Wick 3. Yeah. See, there you go. If I think if he closes out his his whole career with John Wick, I think he will have done it all. I don't think he will though. He he's a really passionate guy. He loves he loves film, making yeah. films. Yeah, he's such a humble, really nice guy too. Bill and Ted Face the Music is in pre production. It's in pre production. Right. Yeah. So I don't know if it's actually gonna happen though. I because I, I thought it got canceled. Like I thought they were no, talking no, about no, no, no. Yeah. Last time I, hey, I again, I mean, a lot of these films. Remember, they they get made. Yeah. But not necessarily shown or distributed. So, yeah. but with that, we're coming up to the end of our show. What? Um, let's talk about one more Alien, and then, <laughs> that way we can say we closed out with Aliens. <laughs> aliens. Um, aliens. Can we call it up Aliens? I don't know. We talked about Aliens. The movie Aliens, where he like busts out of his chest. Yeah. We. We're talking about no. We talked about oh, the the relaunch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the relaunch of. But the aliens whole... was a whole different premise than the aliens kind of thing. Where instead of the aliens coming to Earth, we, we go went to, we go to them. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, so that was true. a big switch. Yeah. Plus, again, practical effects. Practical uh, effects. Really good movie. 
what I loved about it was the fact that you really didn't see the alien until the very end. It built yeah. up so much suspense, and you wanted to see what happened. Even in the trailer, again, my hat's off to them. When I did LVZ, we kind of mimicked that because we never revealed the alien. I think that's the way most movies should yeah. be. Even in the trailer, we stayed away from Yeah, it. you drag me, give me a reason to watch your movie. Yeah. Use it as a plot point, something I always you know, gripe about. But again, if it's not a plot point, then don't show it to me. Or if it is such a big driving plot point, dude, hide it from me. Yeah. Make me want to see it. But Aliens was one of those that, yes, cinematically, gorgeous movie. Because we talked about they had practical sets, all live. All live. Like, real live, you know, sets. Mm -hmm. They were two scale. We had a live alien. Yeah. Two scale. Two scale, yeah. We had practical effects. And we had blood, guts, and gore, and all that good stuff. How how and, scary and is that, dude? You got this big old killing beast that has a tail that can stab you, mm -hmm. has a mouth that comes out protruding, it can eat you. It spits yeah. acid. Yeah, yeah spits, spits acid. acid. If it, His you, claws you, you are try sharp. to kill it, yeah. and it bleeds yeah. on you, it melts you. I mean, yeah. It's a perfect killing machine. Yeah. And it lives in space. But in a vacuum space. of space. And you can't, but it can't compete against Sergoni Weaver. Yeah, because she's awesome. She yeah. is the she ultimate killing machine. Awesome. Matter of fact, she's so awesome that they had to infuse with her <laughs> right? in, order, yeah. in order for them to make themselves better. <laughs> so between her and Chuck Norris, yeah. I think Sigourney Weaver will be Chuck Norris. I don't. I'm just saying, you know, because aliens had to take, you know, Sigourney Weaver and infuse themselves with the Sigourney in order to be <laughs> with, the <Sigourney. laughs> with the Sigourney in order to become super aliens. I'm, I'm going to leave. The show at that, if you disagree with me, oh well, tweet it, text it. We'll see you next week. Thank you very much. This is Film News with Ronald, AJ, and myself, David. See you next week.